And now, welcome to Chai with Manju, with your host, Dr. Manju Shad. Welcome to Chai with Manju. We have a very multifaceted guest with us today. He is a professor of accounting and finance at Sloan School of Management at MIT. He is director of MIT India program, and most recently, the chair of World Hindu Congress to be held in Chicago in September. Let us meet Shri Prakash Kothari, who is very popularly known as SP Kothari. SP, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank Hi. you so much for coming. You're most okay. welcome, Manju. Thank yeah. you for having me. Okay. Yeah. Now, before we get to your most recent role at the World Hindu Conference, let's uh, Congress. Let's start with uh, where your journey began in India. So, you are from Karnataka, right? Yes, yes. Gulbarga, <laughs> <Bulbarga>, right? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us yeah. about your early yeah. years. It's a little town in uh-huh. Karnataka, on the border of Maharashtra and Karnataka. Okay, okay. And so as a result, we, even though ancestrally I'm a Gujarati, but mm. we spoke Marathi at home. Okay. But we, I grew up in Karnataka, so nothing kind of adds up. <laughs> but okay. nonetheless, it has been uh, a marvelous journey. Okay. Uh, it was a small, sleepy town. I was very okay. fortunate in having uh-huh. parents who were not only educated, but they emphasized education. Okay. Uh, I did my schooling over there. I heard the schooling was a breeze for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was relatively easy. Okay. That and but but a lot of love and affection. Right. I mean, I I made very good friends over there. Of course, okay. those were. Young days, okay. and what really transformed me uh, was the fact that my father he thought that I should not just go locally okay. for education, okay. and he introduced Bits Pilani, okay. and I applied. I was fortunate in getting uh-huh. into uh-huh. Uh, Bits Pilani. That was 1974, and uh, you were also the first chairperson of. Uh, Bitsa too, right? <laughs> How did that come about? So the alumni association. We didn't have an alumni association okay. of bits, uh-huh. and Anupendra and some others were okay. sort of thinking about putting uh-huh. together an organization, okay. and they approached me and okay. said that would I take the role? Okay. And and I was flattered. I was honored, okay. and I accepted it. And in six years, we from mm-hmm. nothing to it became an organization of two hundred volunteers. Wow! So that was it. It was it was good to be working yes. for the alma mater. Absolutely. I'm very proud to be a Bitsian. So when I told uh, some of the Bitsians that I was going to interview you, they said. Oh, our bits ki shan hai. <laughs> <laughs> I said before to you, I mean, people exaggerate. You know, we, we had to, well, it's very flattering things, to. Good yes. things gets exaggerated. <laughs> so, okay. so that uh, subsequently you went to again one of the finest institute in India, of course, uh, in Ahmedabad, Indian Institute of Management. What was that like? Uh, that was also magical. That really? was yeah, it was okay. truly magical. Okay. I mean, they they. Uh-huh. Uh, a, we were slightly older, so uh, I might kid myself into believing that I was slightly <laughs> more mature. Uh, we were, uh, but uh, the group was more diverse. Okay. It was it was students from or with background in economics or humanities as okay. well as engineering, okay. commerce. Uh-huh. Uh, the faculty were. Uh, it was much more aligned with 
uh, Harvard Business School. Okay. Uh, it was okay. Indian Institute of Management. Uh, Ahmedabad was started by uh, Harvard. And okay, incidentally, Bits uh, Milani was started by oh. MIT. Oh, so, yeah. so hi, hi, sitting in India, I, I received world-class education oh uh, okay. from in, in, at institute started by these two oh. world-renowned institutes, uh-huh. and and it so happens that I have taught at both of these schools. So, who would have thought? I mean, when, that seed was already <laughs> sown in India. Uh, it's it's as I said, I had to pinch myself oh. how wonderful the world has been. And how grateful yes. I am for all the good things that have happened. And then um, coming, then you came uh, to United States, and you have a PhD from University of Iowa, and then you've been, you have played a big role at Berkeley. Till MIT came calling, right? Yes. <laughs> what has so, the journey uh, at MIT been like? Uh, so I, you know, let me uh, put it this way: I went to University of Iowa, and then at University of Rochester, and oh, then okay. at MIT. And, well, all these places have been phenomenal in terms of people. I I almost got uh, informally a second PhD at Rochester because that group uh, was very talented and Uh I I sort of was another round of education, Uh if you will, even though there's no formal Uh degree. But what is different about these three Uh institutions is that how willing they are to think big. Mm-hmm. And MIT doesn't get any bigger than MIT. Okay. MIT is different in that respect. Yes. You <laughs> run into Nobel laureate just like yeah. that. Yeah. And you realize how uh, humble, how talented, how uh, helpful uh, they are in spite of the fact that they are Nobel laureates, but Somehow they they have checked their ego somewhere right. you know, before they walk into the building. That's how it, That's it seems. Uh, and as I said, mm-hmm. it's truly humbling. Now, um, before we get to the hot topic of today, I have to ask you a little bit about your personal life, of course. about your wife Daphne and your uh, two daughters. Right. So tell us, how did you meet your wife? I met my wife Daphne in Rochester. They, okay. She she was in, in the university also working mm-hmm. not as an academic but uh-huh. uh, but working there and uh-huh. and one thing leads to another. We were <laughs> young at that time and, and next thing you know we were married. Okay. And she is Greek. Okay. Uh, at home she always says that. If someone has seen the big... Big fat great wedding? <laughs> yes. They, her life was to the T. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I can attest to that, that Windex is used very liberally in that household. You, know, you have to show her the big fat Indian wedding. <laughs> now, let's, uh, um, you know, talk about this uh, on a more serious mode. I know this huge... Uh, World India World Hindu Congress is being held um, September seventh to ninth at Chicago Western, right? That's correct. And mm-hmm. uh, tell me why did you grow up with that Hindu background, or what made you so interested in uh, to be a part of that? Yeah. <clears throat> Spirituality. Well, I'm. I, I can't say that I'm uh-huh. uh, huge in that. Okay. But I I recognize that organizations, be it religion or other organizations, have enormous ability to make a difference. And Hindu 
-hmm. uh, one is religion, but okay. as a way of life, uh -huh. and sheer number of people, uh -huh. not just in India, but right. in different parts of the world. Right. Right. I think there is tremendous latent force there. And I think we have to harness that energy. Okay. And I thought that this was mm -hmm. an opportunity to do that. Okay. And and as I look back, I mean, mm. Hinduism has been right. a beacon of spirituality. Right. It has also been, uh, it has taught us about tolerance right. and inclusiveness. Absolutely, at its root. So, so yeah. there, there is no question that mm -hmm. there is a glorious past here. Right. And much to be learned, right. and and that's why my first message is about enlightenment. Okay. We we are to enlighten the world about what Hinduism is, and okay. I thought that World Hindu Congress is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. But going back to the uh -huh. question that you asked, uh -huh. you know, did I grow up right. in that fashion? I I can't say that 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 okay. was my first and foremost commitment. Okay. No, it hasn't been. It has been in the background mm -hmm. uh, role that it has played. Mm -hmm. But it has not been in the outer sense in my day-to-day -day activities. Uh, so when the organization, mm -hmm. when they approached me, mm -hmm. uh, I also was somewhat incredulous mm -hmm. about it. And okay. I said, why me? Uh -huh. you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and they, they were also very candid about it. Okay. They, they said that, well, we recognize you. You have accomplished mm -hmm. your right. reputation. And you right. also are at an institute that is world-renowned mm -hmm. university. So we thought that that, that okay. having leadership from someone of okay. uh, that background would be mm -hmm. helpful. And the second, they, they said that we also think that you would be bold. And yeah. I said, I won't disappoint you. It's a distinct privilege yes. To, yes. to lead. Uh, we have 2,000 delegates who right, have already right, right. registered. Registration is sold, sold out. Sold out. Yes, 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 it is. That's you know, a big if you, achievement. If you, if yeah. you give me something extra, I will <laughs> try to work you in, Manju. You know? No, I'm just kidding. So it has been... If you let from, me interview the <laughs> From 40 countries, yes. yes. So we, we have representation from so many different countries. Right. 250 and, speakers, I think. Mean. Yes, an array of speakers. Uh, who's who? Yes, no, <laughs> Dalai Lama, of course. Shri Shri uh, so is coming. Shri Shri is coming, yeah. yes, so he is coming. And we have some political leaders mm -hmm. from Mauritius and other places, from India. We it's have wonderful. some. And we have RSS Top Brass, I mean, some yes. of them are Mohan also. Mohan Bhagat, yes, right. yes, absolutely. Uh, so this is not. Uh, and Raju Reddy is the vice chair, and I'm, okay. I'm very proud of Raju okay. Reddy. Okay. Uh, not only that he is a Bitsian, but uh -huh. he is truly a brilliant, successful entrepreneur. Okay. Uh, on top of that, he he defines what giving back That's wonderful. And so I admire him. Wonderful. And there's also Women's Forum. I was very Absolutely. happy to see. Two other uh, messages that I have uh -huh. uh, are reform and advance. Okay. And reform is to acknowledge that why Hinduism and Hindu way of life has been, as mm -hmm. we, we as right. I mentioned, has been spirituality, inclusiveness, tolerance. But we also could do better. Yes. That yes. and reform and one of the areas of reform is about empowering women, mm -hmm. women's equality issues. I think Hinduism, we could do yes. as a society Absolutely. more 
than where we are. One of the, the most yeah. important things for me uh, is inclusiveness because I think that's what the world <coughs> needs at this time, uh, especially even in the United States. I think that inclusiveness is a very right. important message. Now, what is um, the final, like, is there any set goals that you have? Right. So the third is advanced, which is right. economic development, mm-hmm. progress almost always, that journey traverses through economic development. Without that, it is difficult to achieve the other goals, be it women's empowerment or be it uh, within the religion, the, you know, some of the caste system that we have, uh, if we want to blur the uh, boundaries and make it more opportunity being available. And in that sense, we are inclusive and equal. Uh, so that, I think, comes increasingly with economic advancement. Yes. So yes. one of the goals of the conference uh-huh. is to, uh, in fact, I would say two goals. One, uh-huh. one is to create an institutional setup right. that will bring people with ideas uh-huh. and people with resources together right. so that economic progress mm-hmm. can take place. Absolutely. And I think Hindu... Uh, the the entire diaspora mm-hmm. abroad as well as the mm-hmm. population in India, mm-hmm. I think they can make tremendous progress if mm-hmm. ideas and capital are brought together and facilitated and we provide a bit of a forum for that to happen. And the second, of course, is the social progress that has to take place. And I think it, it does not take place unless the society, individuals within the society mm-hmm. talk about it. There is debate, there is issues that they discuss, and that gets transpired, not only among the adults, but it gets communicated and inculcated in the newer generation. So, so that's how I think we will make progress. This mm-hmm. is not going to happen overnight, but we ought to take the steps. And I have to say, even in, um, you know, starting in uh, this um, Congress, uh, World Hindu Congress that's taking place in Chicago, there's a lot of excitement in Boston as well. Yes. Have, we have some clips from uh, Sanjay Ji and Astana and Parul too that we'll mm-hmm. be showing this interview. So there's a lot of excitement. So my one request is bring it to Boston next yeah. time. <laughs> we would love that. Huh? I, think, I think it would be it would okay. be it would be fitting yes. to bring it. Absolutely. I mean you know, Chicago was a natural choice because yes, we were come in yes. you know, hundred and twenty five years Absolutely. ago and that that is an Truly yes. inspiring yes, speech, absolutely. and and what a what a greatest ambassador of uh, Hinduism oh, of uh, of India has ever produced. Namaste. That on this planet there are more than a billion people who are Hindus and do be, uh, believe in Hindu value system, and um, if we go out on the street and talk to people, common folks, uh, you won't find many people who are aware about Hindus or their belief system. So. I thought this is the perfect time to bring uh, people from all around the globe to one platform from where they will inspire each other, where uh, there is an opportunity to learn from each other and uh, also to share what we have to uh, bring to the humanity. And a drop of water falls from the sky and if you have a clean hand and you capture it on your hand, you can even drink it. But if the same drop of water 
falls into a drain, you won't even be able to wash your feet with it. But if the same drop of water falls on the leaf of a lotus, it will shine like a pearl. And if it goes into an oyster, it actually becomes a pearl. So it is the existence of the same thing, but its association with what it associates makes a difference. And here we are to show if everybody associates with Hindus and what Hindus have to bring to this world, they will be able to make a difference in their life. And that is basically the crux of this Hindu Congress. The World Hindu Congress is a historic and a unique movement to organize the Hindu community worldwide. And the purpose is to project the, the presence and the strength of the Hindu community on the world stage. The theme for this conference is Sumantrite Subvikrante. So think collectively and achieve valiantly. Hindus have done very well individually in all of these dimensions. But the World Hindu Congress is all about bringing them together as a collective. And when we do things as a collective and when we present, present ourselves and, and establish our presence as a collective, only then can this movement go forward and bring about the change that we want. I've been in U.S. for over 25 years and I've been an educator all my life. So I have signed up for educational conference. I'm looking forward to see how our knowledge, our creativity, and uh, our collective thoughts can be used to teach the Hindu way of life and so that in, a, in order to bring like go, uh, positive changes into global perspective. So I'm really excited to what I learned from this conference. I'm excited to bring it to my classroom. Thank you so much. And I would invite, uh, well, we are sold out. But, uh, <laughs> hopefully you'll have live transmission so all we of us can watch it. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Manju.